Good afternoon, everyone. It's Dr. Niger again. Our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. Uh, Happy New Year to everybody out there who follows our program and supports us. Um, It's a a very humbling experience to do this and um, have you guys welcome us into your lives uh, with our shared uh, life experiences, education, clinical experiences, uh, and our continued passion and dedication to what I, my original goal of starting this podcast was to demystify mental health, to destigmatize mental health, and most importantly, to give a sense of hope that things can be overcome, things can be put into remission. Um, it's, it's a very nebulous world. It's something I think we continue to struggle with as a culture. Uh, I'm, I'm one person trying to make a difference in, in an entire world of that, that struggles with mental health. And we live in a very chaotic world. Uh, we live in a very uncertain world in certain times. Um, divisiveness, conflict, uh, division, it, 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 it permeates our culture. Um, some people are blind to it. Uh, some people become totally immersed in it. Some people uh, remain ignorant to it. And I don't know which one of those three is the best option, but I do think being informed of what's going on around us is an incredibly important part of our responsibility as individuals living in a civilized, hopefully civilized um environment or society. So New Year's is always this funny kind of time of year where um, I think we take stock and step back and look at um, the memories of, of the past year. And, and I think we enter this current, the current year um, as in years past and years to come with, with a set of um, expectations and plans and uh, resolutions uh, and lists of wanting more of this and doing less of this and 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 you know whether it's exercise or reducing alcohol use or kind of quitting smoking, exercising more, being kinder to our our partners. Um, you know, it it it's kind of has this. Uh, New Year's has this. Um, I think nebulous quality to it, like, um, okay, it's our chance to kind of reboot, um, like we do with our computers, uh, a, a fresh start. Um, and that's something that, you know, we can do this in different episodes. A lot of what the, the current treatments um, with the psychedelics are, are, are doing, um, ketamine, psilocybin, um, LSD, uh, they're kind of giving people with, you know, severe disorders from anorexia to bipolar to, OCD, almost almost a chemical reboot, and uh, Julie and I could probably put together an episode on that. But I, I, I came across an article over the past week uh, while I was, uh, ironically, I had some free time, uh, but I came across this article, and you know the, the heading of it really kind of struck me because I think it, it ties very much into the new year and is more of an existential question. And, uh, you know, if you're involved in psychotherapy, if you're involved in in any of the psychological uh, fields or whatever, uh, stopping and slowing ourselves down is much easier said than done. And uh, definitely for myself. 
Uh, my mind really just doesn't shut off. And I'm constantly just thinking and thinking and thinking, and that's just, that's just how I'm wired. But um, I'm very fortunate to have found a profession in which I feel that I am never working. I, I have gratitude. It is work, but I never feel like I'm working. And I'm very blessed and thankful for that. Um, but uh, I wrote an article, and it was really about uh, finding your purpose and, and, and the moments that, that, that give us meaning. And I thought it was relevant, and I wanted to share this with you. And he, he kind of points out there's five different, um, I don't know, topics or things that give us meaning. So um, see if I can make sense of my notes. He says the first one is um, meaning is when you're in flow. And I remember this guy from school, but I could never pr- pronounce his name. It's, it's Mahali it's a Russian last name, and he talked about this concept of flow back in the um, mid or later 70s, and flow is when like you're so fully engaged and immersed in an activity that you feel like relaxed, but also challenged, uh, interested, but not stressed. Um, you're focusing really only on the task at hand, but in a very positive way. And is the total opposite of watching the clock until it's five o'clock and I could punch out and go home. Um, so, you know, what are the areas and aspects of our lives that would be like uh, a hobby that could that could make it seem like a Saturday afternoon just disappears? So being in flow, I think, is somewhat connected to what Julia talked about being a uh, state of mindfulness. It's just being in the state of being present, but enjoying what you're doing without being stressed by it. Very, very opposite of, I think, how we live, in, especially in a Western civilized, Western civilization, is a very, very fast pace. I want it now and I want it yesterday kind of mentality. So look up the concept of flow. Um, but again, I, I, I butcher his name. I butchered it in graduate school. Uh, the second point is, whose faces do you see when you think about love? Interesting. Um, it's not necessarily who, who are the people that you, you think about when you think about love? Uh, I could say off the top of my head, I think, um, obviously Julie, my wife, uh, my stepkids, uh, my brothers, my, my parents who are unfortunately deceased, um, other people that I, you know, am in communion with and, and, or have relationships with, you know, professional or collegial, um, even, even, you know, I love my work. I, 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 lo- I love what I do and I'm very fortunate for that. So love can mean many things to many different people. Uh, but when you imagine what it means to you, it can often point you in the right direction of, of what your purpose is. Uh, thinking about the reason that you are on earth and the legacy you want to leave behind. Uh, because we all have a finite amount of time um, to make a difference in the world. And I've said this before, the richest places in the world are not the, um, the coal mines of, uh, Africa. Um, they're the cemeteries, all the unwritten books and unwritten songs, all the businesses that were never started, all the dreams that were never pursued for whatever reason, whether that was finances, insecurity, um, lack of resources, whatever. Um, and one of the places that Julie and I like to do for exercise in corporate, we just did today, is we walk on the cemetery in Duxbury, which is 
first I thought I was like, look at this little bizarre walking the cemetery, Julie. But it, it's it's very peaceful. Uh, it's a great exercise, and it just it, it, it I think reminds us um, that we are only here for a certain period of time, and to make the most out of what God has given us with the abilities that we have. Um, Number three is uh, his point about finding meaning and purpose. Um, what are you most willing to put effort into? Um, we all have different levels of motivation for different tasks. Uh, some things, like Julie will want me to take the garbage out. I'm like, okay, I really don't have a lot of motivation for that, but I do it anyway. Uh, but I'm motiv- very motivated to go to work. I'm motivated to do the podcast. I'm motivated when people call for neuropsych evals or... or Email my email me or text me or call me with questions and stuff like that. So that's very motivating. Uh, you know, the old saying is, find something you love to do and you'll never work a day in your life. And again, I'm very fortunate that that, that that's something I have. And I've worked with so many people who uh, are miserable in their careers. And if you go back to um, the episode I did on the life tasks and Adler's work in the work of Rudolf Dreikers, uh, that, that the work task is one of the most fundamental, is the most important task of life, especially as it relates to mental health and, and sense of connectedness and sense of community and sense of being. Um, it, not everybody's going to always love their job and that's okay. Um, but if you, if you just examine, you know, what what are the things and what what are the most what are you willing to put your effort and time into? It could, it could be your family, it could be your job, it could be your hobby, your painting, and the things that you're willing to put your effort into are probably the things that are giving you the most amount of satisfaction, and giving you a sense of purpose and giving you a sense of meaning. So, me, you know, like when I have time to play the guitar, uh, or Julie and I will sit up at night and we'll watch. Springsteen uh, YouTube videos and will dance around the house and will sing. That it, it's so simplistic, but I'm willing to put the effort in. And we're even willing to stay up late, even though I get up early in the morning to work out and work. But you know, we have the best times doing that. And it's it's the small things. You know, it's not that always the paycheck. It's not always how many presents are under the tree. It's not always you know how many you know letters are after your name. It's, it's just those small simple things. I think grounding. Uh, and I'm talking about grounding from a very different perspective than how Julie's talking about grounding when she did all the, the stuff on, on DBT. But, um, you know, take a look at what are you willing to put the most amount of effort into? Uh, this fourth one, this is actually a technique that I've used with people, especially people who are uh, chronically depressed, um, people who are whiners, people who may have limited motivation. Uh, but his is if you writing your own obituary, sit down and this is a therapeutic technique. Write your own obituary. What do you want it to say? How do you want to be remembered? How do you want to have your mark in this world be remembered by other people? I think Bill Burr does a good one of this. Does uh, Julie like? Uh, well, he, uh, he paid his bills on time. You know, I mean, is that is that how you really want to want to be remembered? Um, but it's, it's a technique that, that really is, is helpful because it it can kind of give people a sense of reshaping the trajectory that they're on in their life in terms of maybe pursuing, uh, going back to school or pursuing a different career path. How do you want to be viewed by others? Um, 
That's a pretty simple question, but one that takes a lot of contemplation. How do you want to be viewed by others? Uh, some people may want to be viewed as wealthy, as successful, as attractive, as um, masculine, as very feminine. As some people want to be, you know, I think it, it, it's it's not you know taking on a different identity, but how do you want to be viewed? And, and, and the times I've done these this exercise with people when I was doing you know more therapy, uh, they kind of look at you like, well, it's, it's, it's a weird question. I don't think about my death. You're not thinking about your death. You're thinking about what do you want? How do you want to be remembered? What is the mark that you want to have left on this on on this planet? Uh, because we all leave traces. Uh, and his fifth one is if you had a day free of responsibilities and commitments, what would you do? What would we do if we had, you know, I'm not talking about a day off. I'm talking about yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not arrived. All we have is 24 hours of the present. What will we put our effort and energy into? And I think that's a great question and it's it is individualized answers but it's a great question because it will give you some perspective into something that maybe you have suppressed or something that will awaken in you that you will want to go on a different journey and 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 pursue something I mean, to have a day, uh, you know, Sundays are my day off, but we still, I, I, I do the podcast. It's a responsibility I have. I uh, go grocery shopping. You know, I, I, I try to, you know, do some stuff around the house. I mean, there's things I have to do, but a day completely free of responsibility, what would you do with it? Um, and I think it will give you some perspective, like hey, maybe I want to take a cooking class or I want to read a book or I want to sleep in. I want to, you know, to go, go to a spa, whatever it is. So these were kind of the five things that he came up with um, in terms of how to find purpose how to find meaning. And again, they, they do kind of have an existential quality to them, but I do think that existential thinking is a critical part, definitely of cognitive behavioral therapy, of the Socratic dialogue, of the whole therapeutic process. You know, you know what's called metacognition is really thinking about thinking. And at this this time of year, as everybody's making their New Year's resolutions and reevaluating their lives and and maybe deciding to, you know, change jobs or maybe they're deciding to end a relationship or maybe they're deciding to maybe get back or start dating again, whatever it is. But this is a time I think universally across the globe, people make life transitions or at least come up with the ideologies. And if you are making these and, and you don't succeed at them, don't be overly critical on yourself. Be independent of the outcome. Like I've said in the early episodes, uh, Abraham Maslow, be independent of the good opinions of other people will free you from the psychological bondage that you will, that, of giving an inordinate amount of control to other people and determining your sense of self-esteem, which you see so prevalently and manifested so heavily in borderline personality disorder. Um, but if you, if you make resolutions and you make goals and you get you know, and you, and you see that a great pat yourself on the back. If you do it for a week, celebrate that and pat yourself on the back. It, they're equal in value. It's it's about trying. We are imperfect beings living in an imperfect world, doing the best we can to navigate with all of the noise and cl- and, and, and and clamor of not only our our society and our our cultures and the fragmented uh, societies that we live in, and and our own family dynamics. But never lose sense of who you are. 
of your own identity. The human spirit is incredibly resilient. The mind is an amazing thing. There is no physical structure of the mind, but it is the mechanism and the vehicle for our thoughts. And, you know, try. And if you don't succeed, don't have regrets. That's, I think, a huge message that I I try to impart to the patients I work with. You don't want to have regrets. Uh, We can't go back in time. You know, great book, Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda Thinking, was was written by one of my professors. but you know that 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 that's a mindset that can be incredibly toxic and very polarizing and very paralyzing. So, as we all begin this new year, and if we've come up with resolutions or come up with um, different ways we're going to do this, or I'm going to do more of this, I'm going to do less of this. It's about it's about incremental. T- progress. It's about incremental changes. It's about celebrating small steps. And it's about appreciating the, the, the fact of who you are as a person and celebrating the, the, the beauty of the human spirit and the connectedness. And remember, God gives us grace only for today. We don't have them for tomorrow. Tomorrow will come with its own set of problems and responsibilities. So um, for myself, I'm wishing all of you guys a very happy and healthy uh, New Year, uh, that that your dreams come true, that you guys, uh, you know, this is the big time of year where people get into mental health and, you know, get into psychotherapy. And I look forward to meeting uh, all of you guys and um, who are coming out to see me. And I appreciate all of the feedback. And I thank you for, for joining me on this journey. Um, so let's at least from me, Julie's here. I think she wanted to just say a happy New Year as well. Happy New Year, everyone, and God bless you all. Um, I am just wanted to add a couple of comments. Um, in order to, I feel like in order to, God, it can be such a, it can be such a nerve-wracking thing when someone says, oh, you know, what do I want? What, how do I know what my purpose is? And I would just say, try and be still. Don't pay attention so much to your mind. Listen to your heart and feed your soul. Feed your heart and your soul. Um, Meditate. Um, Be in nature. Um, You know, try to connect spiritually. I think people do better if they have some, you know, belief system um, that's bigger than themselves, like the ocean, you know. you're not in this alone, and people do feel alone, especially this time of year. Um, we are all one. I believe in the collective and unconscious or conscious with collective consciousness. And um, I do believe that we all matter. If you matter, think about this. We are made of matter, right? We're complex chemical machines, like we're really, it's mind blowing. If you really sit down and think about what we're made of and what makes us tick and to pay attention to that and, and, and care for that and care for your body and get out and take a walk. If you're feeling low, I talk endlessly, probably ad nauseum about whatever you're feeling. If it's unpleasant, flip it, flip the situation, do something that's the opposite of the emotion that you're feeling or you feel consumed by 
Talk to your therapist. Talk to your primary care. If you're not feeling right and you don't have a therapist or a med provider, talk to your primary care. Go to the emergency room if you need. Um, join a partial day treatment program. Um, those are wonderful. They can be wonderful. Um, you can, you know, get medication on in most of them. Um, and you can uh, get a lot of support. There's a lot of group therapy. Group therapy is miraculous if you can get into a safe group, um, community, sense of community, um, you know, go volunteer somewhere, you know, safe, you know, it's like a church or, um, you know, a soup kitchen, a shelter or someplace that you feel safe where you feel like whatever you do and what you're doing really matters. Like Rain Dyer said, you know, the increase of serotonin levels happens when we received, receive an act of kindness. Also, when we give an act of kindness, also in even more miraculously, when we observe an act of kindness, please watch Sadhguru, S-A-D-H-G-U-R-U. He, he, uh, it's a nonprofit organization he runs. There is nothing but positivity on that, um, IG, uh, page. Um, you can join, you can download the app for free. Um, I, I read it every day. I listen to it every day and I know, I know that it helps me. Um, but really, you know, going back to live how you want to be remembered, think about that we're made of matter and what matters to you. That's how I feel. You find out what really matters, you know, when the car skids, what really matters you know, when, when we hear like maybe there may be, God forbid, a nuclear war or something like that, if, if, if we're, if there's some impending doom out there, what, what matters? Because that's what matters. And, um, you may not have the career of your dreams, right? Doesn't mean you can't do something that can fulfill a dream. So pay attention to your heart and your soul and what makes you feel joy and bliss because that's, and also, the 365 days a year should be every 24 hours we should be doing a new year. And, and that's something that I heard recently as well. Like, let's treat every day like it's a year. Because the goal is to be joyful and blissful. It's to be in awe. We don't have to know all the answers to everything. And I think a lot of us, myself included, I'm guilty of this, is just... I have to figure things out and I have to just know the answer because I'm a critical thinker, because I'm a problem solver. Um, that's my, that's my skill set. And I think I'm reasonably good at it. However, at the same time, it's okay not to know and it's okay to let that go and, um, live how you want to be remembered. It's not that do the things and walk your path the way you want to be remembered. That's really what it's all about. And I, I just, um, I love you guys. I am eternally grateful for all of the beautiful comments you send us on Instagram and the emails and the texts and the phone calls and, you know, people who are just struggling on so many levels. And um, it, it just, talk about something that matters to me. I mean, that is my heart and that's my soul, just like my family is my heart and my soul. And, you know, and my colleagues are my heart and my soul. So, uh, and my friends, 
my my dearest friends. So um, we we are blessed and focus on gratitude at the end of every day. Don't make that list of things to do. Write that list of what you got done. And if you, there's always tomorrow, um, but really review in your mind before you go to sleep what you're grateful for. Because once you really, really see how much you have going on that's good, that will re- help reset. That will help reset your mood. It will help reset your level of hope and inspiration. God bless you guys and Happy New Year. Thanks, Julie. So, um, you know, it's, it's a great, I appreciate um, when you guys reach out with uh, comments and, and can you do an episode of this? Can you do an episode on that? And I said this before, there's some of the questions like I've, I've talked to people and I've answered them. I don't think I could do a whole half hour episode or a podcast on these, but uh, feel free to please you know, email me or get in contact with me with topics you want us to cover throughout the year. Um, I mean, this is much of your program as it is ours. Um, so I'm completely open to that. And uh, I know some things we discuss on a more private level, and that's completely re- appropriate and relevant. But if there are topics, I know a lot of people who are studying uh, have gotten into the field of psychology because what they said as a result of our podcast, uh, people who are in the field, um, I will do an episode at some point on kind of how do you become a neuropsychologist. Uh, Julie can do one on how to become a psychiatric prescriber. Uh, a lot of people are very curious about that, so I th- but there are, I think, enough people who've reached out who've asked for that. Uh, I've also thought about, as Julie and I are walking today, about doing, I don't know how I would set it up, you know, I'm a technologically challenged, but... Um, doing, I don't know if it would be a podcast or some kind of training or seminar for clinicians out there who uh, maybe are new to the field and do like what's called case conceptualization and review different cases, um, almost like kind of a supervision type of thing. I don't know if you do like kind of like a course or uh, something along, along those lines. We're always looking for new avenues to expand and to explore. So a heartfelt thank you. Uh, I I, uh, espouse everything that Julie said. Um, You know, and I think that article that I read was perfectly appropriate for this time of year about, you know, finding finding meaning because, um, you know, if if, um, Viktor Frankl could find meaning in the head of a fish in Auschwitz, um, I think all of us can find meaning in the smallest things. Um, whether that's food in your refrigerator, the air that you have to breathe, um, your, your, your eyesight, your hearing, um, doesn't have to be something, you know, a fancy car parked in your driveway. So until next week, uh, take care of yourselves, take care of each other. Um, I like it. It was Sad Guru who I've started to really get into and have been in recommending it in a lot of my neuropsych evals that people follow him. Um, I think it was him that said, treat every day as a new year. And, you know, if you if you fall down, you pick yourself back up again and you become wiser as a result of it. So feel free to get a hold of me uh, through psychology today. Uh, you can get a hold of me through psychology unplugged at outlook.com. You can follow us on Instagram, which I'm slowly figuring out, getting better, uh, which is psychology underscore unplugged underscore 
um, on Instagram, and you can contact with me directly. Uh, my, my cell phone number is 617-750-9411, East Coast time in the United States. Happy New Year, everyone. Take care of yourselves, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.